0: Coming up on 5-Minute News One shot dead as Trump incites a riot and the Capitol building is stormed Congress resumes certification of Biden's win after Capitol secured And John Ossoff and Raphael Warnock clinch Democrat Senate majority It's Thursday, January 7 I'm Anthony Davis Before Wednesday there was no precedent for a president inciting citizens to storm the Capitol and it's been more than 150 years dating back to the Civil War since a large group of lawmakers gave comfort to an insurrection but all that changed after President Donald Trump invited his diehard fans to Washington, filled their heads with lies that he had been cheated out of the election, and that Vice President Mike Pence could overturn the result unilaterally, and pointed a mob of them in the direction of Congress. What ensued was one of the ugliest days for democracy in living memory. Trump has spent weeks whipping up his supporters with false allegations of fraud in the November 3rd election, culminating in a call to march to the building that represents US democracy. Trump, who has refused to concede that he lost to Democratic President-elect Joe Biden, had urged his supporters multiple times to come to Washington for a rally on Wednesday the day the U.S. House of Representatives and Senate were scheduled to certify the results of the Electoral College. They turned out in the thousands to hear the President say they should march on the Capitol building to express their anger at the voting process and to pressure their elected officials to reject the results. We're going to walk down to the Capitol and we're going to cheer on our brave senators and congressmen and women, Trump told the crowd, standing behind safety glass with the White House as a backdrop. Speaking at what is likely to be his last rally as the sitting president, Trump exhorted his supporters to fight. We will never give up. We will never concede, Trump said. About 50 minutes into the speech, some of his supporters, waving Trump flags, began heading toward Capitol Hill where unprecedented mayhem ensued Protesters slipped easily through barricades with police filmed allowing protesters through stormed the building and entered lawmakers' chambers The certification process was stopped and Vice President Mike Pence and members of Congress were evacuated Lawmakers and staff members were hiding under tables hunkered in lockdowns, saying prayers and seeing the fruits of the country's divisions up close and violent Guns were drawn A woman, a 14-year veteran of the US Air Force, was shot and killed A Trump flag hung on the Capitol The graceful rotunda reeked of tear gas Glass shattered The pro-Trump mob took over the presiding officer's chair in the Senate They mocked its leaders posing for photos in the office of Nancy Pelosi, one with his feet propped on her desk, another sitting in the same seat Vice President Mike Pence had occupied only moments before during the proceedings to certify the Electoral College vote. On Wednesday, hallowed spaces of American democracy, one after another, yielded to the occupation of Congress. This began as a day of reckoning for President Donald Trump's futile attempt to cling to power as Congress took up the certification process of Joe Biden's victory. It devolved into scenes of fear and agony that left a prime ritual of American democracy in tatters. If you don't fight like hell, you're not going to have a country anymore, Trump said. Let the weak ones get out. This is a time for strength, he announced. His lawyer Rudy Giuliani said to the crowd, Let's have trial by combat. Trump told his morning crowd that he would go with them to the Capitol, but he didn't. Instead, he sent them off with incendiary rhetoric and watched the coup in delight on television from the protection of the White House. As night fell, a Capitol official said the building had been cleared, but outside, some way from the grounds, scores of protesters remained including members of militia and far-right groups. As criticism mounted that he'd incited a riot, Trump was urged to say more by a Trump loyalist, House Republican leader Kevin McCarthy, and some of the advisers who remain in the White House for his dwindling days in office. Eventually, Trump posted a recorded video on Twitter. I know you're hurt. We had an election that was stolen from us. It was a landslide election, Trump said, repeating familiar falsehoods. But you have to go home now, he said. Shortly after posting, the video received a Twitter warning before the company locked Trump's account altogether. Trump's failure to rein in his supporters stood in sharp contrast to his attitude last summer when he threatened arrests and the use of force to break up protests against racial inequality when Black Lives Matter protesters were tear gassed and disappeared from the streets by unmarked police in rented vehicles. President-elect Joe Biden called on Wednesday for the restoration of simple decency as the mob incited by his predecessor stormed the US Capitol and delayed Congress from certifying the results of November's election Biden had planned to deliver a speech focused on how to revive the economy and provide financial relief for small business owners reeling from the coronavirus pandemic giving routine political remarks from a theatre in his native Delaware. But shortly before he was to begin speaking, demonstrators broke into the Capitol building, reaching as far as the Senate floor. Our democracy is under unprecedented assault like anything we've seen in modern times, Biden said, adding that the violent and chaotic events were an assault on the rule of law. I call on this mob to pull back and allow democracy to go forward, said the president-elect. In an address that took only 10 minutes and was televised against a split screen of the still-occupied Capitol building, Biden attempted to project calm and say that a deeply divided country can still come together. But Biden also expressed shock and outrage. This is not decent, it's chaos, he said. Biden stopped short of accusing Trump of treason, but said what happened borders on sedition. The words of a president matter, no matter how good or bad that president is, Biden said. At their best, the words of a president can inspire. At their worst, they can incite. Biden called on Trump to go on national television now to fulfill his oath and defend the Constitution and demand an end to this siege. Trump did not take to television but for his pre-recorded one-minute video that only added fuel to the fire. As a violent mob of Trump supporters laid siege on the Capitol on Wednesday, news broke that John Ossoff had defeated opponent and incumbent David Perdue in Georgia's pivotal Senate runoffs. His victory, combined with Raphael Warnock's history making defeat of Kelly Loeffler, means Democrats now control the Senate. It is with humility that I thank the people of Georgia for electing me. To serve you in the United States Senate, 33-year-old Ossoff said, in an address Wednesday morning, before the official call was made Ossoff's win came hours after Warnock's, which was confirmed on Wednesday morning In a stirring speech, the Reverend, who will be the first black senator to serve Georgia, once again paid tribute to his mother, who worked as a sharecropper in Georgia in the 1950s The 82-year-old hands that used to pick somebody else's cotton went to the polls, Warnock said, and picked her youngest son to be a United States Senator. Warnock and Ossoff's victories cement a slim Democratic majority in the US Senate, a 50-50 split with Vice President-elect Kamala Harris as the tie-breaking vote, meaning New York Senator Chuck Schumer will replace Kentucky Senator Mitch McConnell as majority leader.